I'd like to show you why knowing your why is the start of your journey. Without a strong why, it can be so difficult to reach your maximum potential. My name is Dr. Jason Ballara, and every week I meet with real estate investors and mindset specialists that are taking action in order to build a life according to their own terms. We will break down what drives successful people and allows them to achieve at such a high level. If you are a professional wanting to break through, or simply someone that wants to hear an inspiring story, the Know Your Why podcast is made for you. Hi everybody, I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today we have a special guest, Mark Picard. He is a former Cirque du Soleil performer, um, and has transitioned from that to being a life and mindset coach, as well as a digital marketer. So today, uh, we're going to kind of dive into that and find out why Mark has uh, what's behind his transition into this career and also what you know sort of drives him to success in life. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm very good. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited to be here. It's still, yeah, it's, I know we're uh, across the world, but uh, it's, I don't know even what time it is there, but it's, it's dark here. It's still early morning. It's... Oh, okay. So it's three in the afternoon in my okay. <laughs> uh, in my country. So uh, midday, nice. just in Spain. So I'm in Spain for the people that don't know. So you know that's after lunchtime in Spain. We eat lunch a little, a little less, a little later. You know. Yeah. Originally, I'm from Montreal, though. So I'm more uh, used to the American schedule. Sure. You know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, but uh, uh, yeah, we have to get to our meals quicker. We're very, very oh, yeah. meal focused in the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. I think you're you're oriented around around get the thing done. You know what I mean? Right, right. Here in yeah. Spain, like for example, at night you will have the dinner at like nine or even ten at night. Yeah, but yeah. that means your day is over when you when you start eating at night. The day is over. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. And in America, we're more like, okay, we eat at six, five, six, because after that, we bring the kid to like their activities and, you know, yeah. we go train or we go do something else. And yeah. mindset is a little different. Not that one is better than the other, because I've lived in, in Las Vegas for eight years. Yeah. You know, and I really appreciated the American way of living. That's, uh, <laughs> that's for sure. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I well, really enjoy in Vegas that was cool yeah I, I've actually never been to Vegas I I, uh, I need to get there it's been I need to go see a Cirque du Soleil I've actually always thought seeing Cirque du Soleil would be really cool so I need to get out there and check that out absolutely no no you need to go and now they're reopening slowly yeah uh, they're reopening yep. the shows and also I think it's going to be time soon to go for you yeah absolutely yeah absolutely. well tell us about you tell us about sort of your journey uh, you know we, we obviously touched on it in a very, very brief overview, but tell us, tell us what you want the listeners to know. So I'm a retired Cirque du Soleil performer. I've performed about 4,000 shows as a lead character uh, in Vegas. And um, I also worked as an artistic consultant for Cirque du Soleil. So that means I was uh, working more the, the human performance, you know, wasn't touching music or light or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I was really uh, working on the human being. So as an acting coach, life coach. Uh, so I was doing that while I was performing. And on top of that, uh, I was running my own businesses because always I've been an entrepreneur since I was 20 years old. And I fell into digital marketing by accident. 
because I built one particular project in, in Las Vegas where, you know, you do all your market study and you're like, okay, there's a need for that type of service. Uh, it doesn't exist. There is a market, blah, 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 blah. And the thing flopped, like completely flopped, but really flopped. And a couple of months after, I was like, why? What, what happened? And I, re I realized that uh, I simply didn't use uh, digital marketing. That's it. I didn't use uh, anything uh, on, on Instagram. I didn't use Facebook. I didn't use Twitter. Nothing. Cause, and now we're back in 2014. So it was another ball game, you know? Yeah. And when I realized that, I was like, okay, learning digital marketing is just a survival skill. That's it. Everybody should know the basic of digital marketing. Everybody should know how to use social media properly. Everyone that is, you know, an entrepreneur or, you know. Um, so I transitioned into digital marketing and uh, right after I, I, um, I retired from Cirque du Soleil, I did my, uh, all my course to become a life coach because that was some, always something inside me since I was really, really young. Yeah. And I've realized quite recently, actually, last year, I want to say, I realized how marketing, digital marketing is linked to life coaching because marketing is playing about, uh, it's playing on the people's mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm realizing how much uh, life coaching is an asset for me as a digital marketer to understand better the vision of a client, for example, you know, yeah. to clarify certain goals or certain things and to understand their why. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this is more or less my, my, my journey, quite a, quite of a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, it's good to have, you know, a, a varied life experience. I think it's, mm. it's, I, I, I'm actually a little curious, and I think probably people, uh, I would imagine not everyone has been to Cirque du Soleil and seen kind of what happens, but what, uh, what was your, what type of performance did you do? So I was working at uh, Ka in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand, and Ka is more of, a, let's say, a theater show with a lot of martial arts, a lot of of circus performance, but there is a narrative, there is a story. Yeah. Okay. And I was playing uh, one of the main bad guys with actually Barry Griffith from yeah. the WWRE podcast. Yeah. If people know, uh, know that real estate podcast, that's yeah, how Barry's I got great. to know you. Right. True, <laughs> um, Barry. And we both of us, yeah, we worked together. Barry and I, we worked for, uh, I think, three years, four years together. I think as you arrived a little after me. Yeah. And um, so I was playing the the, the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So awesome. Uh, it was sort of a character, a mix between Marilyn Manson and Jack Sparrow, if okay. I have to describe it. So it was okay. a fun character. But you know <laughs> yeah. what's truly magical at Cirque and it at Cirque du Soleil? Sorry, people that work at Cirque du Soleil will always say Cirque. So I apologize I in advance. What's what's truly magical about Cirque du Soleil is the um, the universal aspect of it. And that's probably why I was drawn to to this particular company. Yeah. Because you know, you realize when you're when you're in front of two thousand people, okay, and you you know you make something goofy and everybody's laugh because you're a clown and whatever. You realize how much equal we are. Yeah. Everybody is the same when they share a laughter. 
it doesn't matter if one is a janitor and the other one is the president of uh, of Tesla. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it doesn't absolutely. matter because we're for one microsecond, we're, we're sharing an emotion together. And to me, that was very beautiful because Cirque du Soleil was one of, one of the only company that was breaking all the frontier, you know, right. uh, in, and, and, and really was... was was going on a, a global mission, you know, of, of uniting the world through art and through, through, you know, creating art and creating the, yeah. but that was, that was the reason initially, that was the reason why I think I was drawn to that, that internationality. Yeah. It was very interesting. Very, yeah. very, very interesting. I think Man. I miss more the backstage than the stage, actually. Right, right. Yeah, that probably that camaraderie. I, I'd imagine it's a lot like, uh, you know, I've, I've always played sports. Team sports are, I love it, you know, just kind of that um, level of camaraderie and, and, you know, working together for a common goal. And I, I did yeah. certainly not on the level that you did, but I did some theater in high school and it was the same thing. It was just great to be around those people uh, and have that, you know, sort of creative let's let's make this a good show kind of thing come together and i i'd imagine the creative portions of that also really plays into your digital marketing side of of things that you've transitioned to that you know using that same creativity that you had on stage and with helping uh you know the the shows and then going into now creating a digital brand for for people which you know you, you made a really good point that it there's no really you probably at this point don't have a company if you don't have some sort of digital brand and it's it's something that i'm you know really <laughs> having to learn on the fly and and get uh try and get better at so it's it's i, I appreciate your knowledge in that in that <laughs> space but you know i i think we had the, that conversation before actually i i think you're you're pretty good at understanding what you're doing and your vision is quite clear believe me yeah. You know, I always say, uh, I always say something that is a little shocking, but I always say there's no such thing as a product. There's only the gut feeling you have towards that product. You know, why yeah. do you choose yeah. ASICs over Nike? They're both great shoes. You, no one can argue right. that one is better than the other. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. might feel more comfortable in one and oh, okay, okay. But right. past right. that, there is a gut feeling towards a brand. And what's challenging for you guys, because I'm, you know, I'm working with real estate investors and real estate podcasters, or what we're trying to do is understand what type of gut feeling your audience will have towards you. And yeah. that's hardcore. Sure. That's very difficult because yeah. you know who you are, mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily know how people perceive you. Yeah, no, that's true. I guess uh, I, I would almost argue that most people, myself for sure, most people don't even necessarily, you probably have a very different picture of how people perceive you, right? Yes. Because people are always putting out this you know try you want to you want to be authentic but also like you want to be liked and so people probably always in a lot of ways are, are putting off some sort of vibe that tries to achieve 
you know, the, the feeling of, of people liking them or, you know, whatever that is. But yeah. I think it's, you know, it, it, for me, I feel like, you know, the older I get, the more I think this is me and, and you're right. I, I have yeah. a very clear vision of what I want from, uh, well, what, what I want from this podcast, but also what I want for, you know, my company, Lark Capital and, and, and my family going forward. So it, it's almost like, I mean, in reality, it's why I created this podcast and why it's called the Know Your Why podcast is it's because especially when I had my son, that was it. I knew, now I knew what I had to do. I didn't know exactly how to do it, but I knew what I had to do and why I was going to stop at nothing. I am going to stop at nothing to get there. So that's kind of, uh, I appreciate you saying that because I think that's, if if anything, that's kind of what I want to portray is that I I do, I I know what this is about, you know, and that's, that's what I want to find out from other people about this uh, or on this podcast is kind of like, what, what drives you? What do you see in the future? And, and why do you see it? Why does it, you know, cause we, when we talk about, you read the real estate books, you read the, you listen to the podcasts. I, people say you have to have a strong why it's always mentioned. Yeah. Uh, and in a lot of podcasts, I think people, you know, might mention their why. Oh, I love my kids. And that's it. But I think if the, the ones that resonate with me, the real, you know, are the stories, the people that have a real reason behind that why. And, you know, because I think it's never as simple as it, I love my kids. Everybody loves their kids, right? Yeah, but it doesn't make them want to become, you know, financially free it doesn't make them you know drive them to be whatever it is at the top of their at the top of their field so so you, you're saying that your why became clear when you became a parent right yeah in a lot of ways i mean I've, I've always loved real estate i've always been interested uh but with my son i realized that i needed a way to create more time and so that's what i that's what i see real estate can do for me in the long run. It's not, it's not creating more time for me now, right yeah. now I'm <laughs> basically yeah. working three jobs, but it's, I, I don't, I don't mind because I know, you know, my goal is that in five years from now, when he's, you know, he'll be seven, we'll have, we, we have a daughter on the way. It'll be th then as they get old enough to be doing activities that you know they need they maybe they need coaches for playing sports or even just going to whatever events they want or us being yeah. able to go on vacation whenever we want you know that kind of stuff is just I don't I don't I don't care about money I care about being able to time. spend time with them yeah. so it's like once I can make sure that that can happen the rest of it is it's just whatever it's gravy so you're a vet surgeon right Correct. You're a veteran. So yeah. can can you walk me through a little bit your your daily or weekly schedule? I'm just curious because you say time is so valuable for me. Yeah. So yeah. that's because probably you're lacking a little right, bit of right. time. Yeah, because so what does it look like? Yeah, I mean, surgeon? so it is it's not a job you can do remotely, right? So we we're going, we're hopefully wrapping up this pandemic. Uh, but a lot of people lost their jobs during the pandemic and that's that's very tragic and and i actually feel lucky to be a veterinary surgeon veterinarians are, are we're still considered essential we worked throughout 
it actually got busier, I think maybe because people are home with their pets and, you know, kind of, yeah. uh, or they're, they're home alone. They're like, I really need a dog if I'm going to be home all the time or, you know, something like that. But anyway, our, our business got actually almost <laughs> critically busy in the sense that there isn't enough staffing in a lot of veterinary hospitals at this point to kind of keep up with the demand. And so, so, the, but beyond that, I mean, for me, my job is to do surgery. I can't do that at home, right? I have to be at work and be in the OR. And being a veterinary surgeon also includes being on call. And so sometimes that means, you know, I'm there all day and then I have to come back at midnight to do an emergency surgery because there's something that, you know, a dog that needs me and then I have to go back the next day. And so I generally work, uh, you know, five or six days a week, kind of depending on as, as a surgeon. They're not always, you know, 10 hour days, but sometimes they are, and I'm not on call every day, but I'm on call uh, usually at least a week a month. So there's uh, a segment of that, that it's just, those are things that when, when I think about, you know, I want to be able to do things with my kids. I want to be able to spend time with them. I can't, I can't really bring them with me, right? They can't, <laughs> can't have, can't bring a bunch of extra kids into an OR and then you can't, uh, I can't do it from home. So it's kind of what I see real estate as, and what I think a lot of people see real estate as, is a way to be free with their time and their location, maybe, is the best yeah. way to say it. Like I, This is not to say that real estate investors don't work hard, because they sure do, but it's, it's a different kind of, you know, real estate investing... I can have my son here with me in the office and we can, you know, I can yeah. be doing, working on things and he can be around and, 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 and it's something I can teach him later. I guess I could teach him surgery eventually if you wanted to, but so, it's yeah. not the so same. So we're, we're talking, you work 50, 60 hours a week. Yeah. I mean, probably, as a surgeon. Probably. And on top of that, you're a real estate investor and you, you travel to because you 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 came back from storage storage land i'm sorry that's a little inside joke yeah yeah uh, so you <laughs> yeah. came back from from uh you, you know you you where, where did you go i'm yeah sorry, it was just just in mississippi uh coastal okay. mississippi um to look at a, a self-storage deal we have under contract and so doing some due diligence to make sure that you know everything's good before we actually sign the final contract and close uh and Fortunately, it was. Fortunately, everything looks great. Um, we're all very excited about the deal. It's a it's a joint venture. So, um, really looking forward to to getting that closed and and you know then sort of starting the asset management side of things. But I I think yeah the the travel is another big component for me where I think that um, I could bring my family, right? I can yeah. you know and and we I'm originally from Boston. My wife's originally from Charlotte, North Carolina. We have lived a lot of places together because of my veterinary career. And so it's kind of nice. We have friends in a lot of different parts of the country where I'm like, okay, well, guess what? If we go to the Carolinas to look at properties, also, coincidentally, we can see her family and a lot of our friends or, you know, just, just things like that. I think mm -hmm. uh, being able to kind of do, do what you want when you want is kind of nice. And I know there's always going to be, there's going to be crunches at closing time. There's going to be it's it's not a <laughs> it's not no work, but it's it's something I'm excited about, and it's something that uh, is different and not not confining to a room, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, may I give an advice, a life coach advice? Yeah, that's that's why you're on here. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll get into the so, life coaching. <laughs> when it comes to being a parent, because I'm a life coach, but also I'm the parent of two beautiful twins that plays on my nerve a lot. Okay. <laughs> They're, they're very nice dude. they're very very nice <laughs> but they're twins they're yeah. twins twins sure have that something that uh, anyways <laughs> yeah. um so they're eight now um and i would like to give you one advice because when i was in vegas i was performing 10 shows a week yeah. uh on top of my own business on top so on top of like doing artistic coaching on other shows and yeah. uh, um there was one thing that I always focus on is not in terms of time is to spend not more time, but more quality time. Mm -hmm. So my suggestion to you or anyone that is listening to, uh, to this story and, and, and sort uh, and can re relate to this story. And, you know, maybe, maybe we have other busy parents that, oh, that sure. want to make more time uh, to dedicate to their family. Um, think about quality time. If you spend half an hour a day with your kids, make it worth it. Leave your phone yep. and be fully be present with that child. It doesn't mean that you pick up toys and you start playing. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing, but be there. Yeah. But really openly be there. Be yeah. fully present with that kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because absolutely. if you don't take, if you don't train yourself to do that now, you will not do it when you when you reach you know your your time freedom as right. you say right you will not yeah. you'll not do it that's one tip that you can apply now yeah absolutely Bet on quality instead of quantity mm -hmm. agree 100 percent. yeah 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 because sometimes you know i have like okay so i'm very very wealthy in terms of time like excessively wealthy i say I, I, when i say i'm i'm retired it's because i don't feel i'm working yeah you know what i mean i don't feel i'm working i have a very simple life so me my choice was not to uh, increase necessarily my income it was to live a simple life i went the other way yeah so how can i make my life as simple as possible so I, i'm not a slave to anyone i don't need to say yes to every client that comes in i don't you know so that was a yeah. Um, and I get to spend a lot of time with my twins and sometime I still need to reconfirm this in my head. Oh shit. I need to spend quality time and not quantity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I could play, if I want, I can now, you know, pick them up from school and go play for three hours. I have that three hours cause I, I work from home. So, right. Right. You know? But yet uh, sometimes I don't do it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm cut up into work and I go on my computer yeah. and so, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's the advice I would give to any professional that is very, very busy. That is a parent bet on quality, not quantity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it takes, I mean, you're absolutely right. It, and, and it does take, you have to make a conscious effort to do it too. Cause it is, yeah. it is easy to be, you know, you work, you work all day and come home and it's like, Sometimes it's easy to just sit in front of the TV or, or mindlessly scroll through your phone, but it, you just, yeah. and that's where, that's where your why comes in, right? There, he, there he is right in my face, you know, come daddy and he, he's excited exactly. to see me and uh, I'm excited to see him. And it's like, what's the point of doing all this? If, if not for him, right. I don't, otherwise I don't care. Otherwise it doesn't like, 
I yeah. like working. I like what I do. It's not hard to, I like being a veterinary surgeon. I like uh, doing real estate. So it's like, it's not a problem to work. I like it. It's just, I want to be a part of his life. I want him to yeah. you know, remember me <laughs> at some point, you know, I'll be gone and he'll still be, I want him to think back and say, it was awesome with dad. You know, I always had, always yeah. had a good time with dad. So that, you know, that's kind of the, the driving force. Yeah. Yeah. That life lesson, you know, that I did that little tip that I, that I just gave, I, I had it from my father because I actually, like a couple of years ago, he told me, oh yeah, it reminds you, rem you make me remember when you were five and I was working, you know, yeah. 70 hours yeah. a week. And he told me that. And I was like, eh? <laughs> when, when I was five, you were working 70 hours a week. Yeah. And he said, oh yeah, seven days a week. I've never noticed it. I yeah. never lack my dad ever right. because when he was with me, he was with me and he yeah. was just playing. So yeah. as a That's child, great. I don't remember that, that guy as a busy guy that was, you know, <laughs> I don't remember yeah. that. When he yeah. told me that 70 hours, like seven days a week, 10, 10 hours. And, and it was before the cell phone. You know, it was like the, the old fax and the old computers and the, yeah. the no, actually, we didn't have a computer at that time. We, we, it was uh, it was the first computers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like he was on this phone all the time. He was because when he was with me, he was with me, even if it was 15 minutes, even if it was probably to like come and just say good night yeah. and spend that 10 minutes in bed telling me a story or just chatting. Yeah. It, it, you don't need 10 hours a day with your right. child anyway your children don't want you 10 hours with them. they don't want that I'm <laughs> no sorry. no they want they want mom that's what that's what my yeah, son or, wants, or even wants mom. That, that's even it that, she's, you know yeah so can i um can i ask you so you said your your why became clear uh when you became a parent but what was your why before you probably had a why because how long have you mm -hmm. been practicing uh since i mean I, I finished my residency in 2008 that was okay. you know three years of specific surgery training so i guess technically from 2005 i've been surgery only um you know and then vet school i started vet school in 2000 so it's uh 20 years 20 you know close to okay. 20 years at this point um my why before my my i guess when i when you ask that question my what jumps in my head is work ethic. I was, okay. I've always worked a lot. I started working when I was 12, I think, 13, something like that. Um, we didn't have money, which is, we, I grew up uh, pretty, uh, pretty poor. Certainly we weren't the poorest people in the world, but we didn't have a lot of uh, money. And I didn't want, I, I didn't want it to be that way. Right. And so for, for my family, my mom was a single mother. So I went, I got a job early. Uh, I still remember like I bought us our first VCR, which probably <laughs> anyone younger than 30 doesn't know what a VCR is, but I bought our family, our first VCR. I think when I was 16, I was just, it was just like, this was a way to, I, I was almost trying to provide even at that point. Um, so I've always, I guess, money was a way to, I needed to work to make money to make sure that I could uh, help the people around me, whether that was my family, my friends, whatever it was. And I, and because we didn't have money, we always, 
grew, we moved a lot. We grew up in um, apartments, not nice apartments. And so I also always swore I would not, I would always own houses. And that's where my real estate interest came from because the first time I bought a house, I was uh, 25 and mm -hmm. I um, bought like legitimately maybe the worst house in town because that's what I could afford. And I just learned to fix it. I just figured okay. it out. I, I figured it out. I, I, I actually met a contractor help working on one part of my house. And I asked him a few questions and he was like, Hey, you want to come work for me? I'm like, sure. So I just, it was always, it, it was a lot of, uh, you know, it's a necessity is the mother of invention. Necessity was the mother of work ethic for me. I also have a, an uncle who I worked for and, and he was a very good influence in terms of, uh, in terms of work ethic. So my why was in large part trying to, I don't know if escapes the right word, but just, just trying to, to not have, um, that same, we had a very happy childhood. I, I, I love my mother. Like I, this is not <laughs> in any way to disparage that. It was just, we didn't have money and I wanted to be able to, you know, know that that wouldn't be an issue in the future. So your why was work ethic and giving, right? It was, yeah. That's what I, I yeah. understand from. So if you can go as far as you can remember, so probably when you were around five years old, all right? Mm -hmm. What what did you want to become? Did you did you want to become a doctor or? Always wanted to be a vet. I always did. Really? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember be wanting to be anything else. I almost, I almost didn't do that. Uh, it, you know, at one point, um, I, well, I didn't get into vet school the first time I tried. I didn't have, uh, I was, because I was always working, but I was, I wasn't actually working as a veterinary technician or anything like mm -hmm. that, because it's, I would basically have had to volunteer and I needed, I needed to work uh, in a job that I could make money. So I um, didn't get in the first time based on experience. And so then I had to actually go uh, and make sure that I fulfilled that requirement of experience to get into vet school. So, but that's what I always wanted to do. I just, I almost changed it to construction because I didn't, <laughs> because I didn't get in. So I'm, I may have gotten into real estate 20 years earlier if, <laughs> if that didn't work out, but who knows? It's, it's, you know, can't go back in time. And I, and like I said, I love what I do. So let me tell you something I'm not sure if your why is your son, your why is giving to your son. You know what I mean? There's really like a strong, you have a giving, giving, giving is important to you. Give back. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, because it, it, that's that's something I really appreciate from you. Your vision is super clear. It's yeah. it's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm stunned right now. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're you're very sharp and consistent you know since you were five years old you wanted to become a vet <laughs> yeah. in order to you know give back and okay well you grew up in poverty and 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 blah 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 blah. but there was that that the why was already clear the why yeah. you wanted to do that because it, after that after that is just to find out how you know so yeah. so why because i yeah. want to give back okay but how about real estate or, or becoming a doctor or an entrepreneur or whatever, or it doesn't matter, you know, and the what is what you became, yeah. you know, you choose to become a, a doctor, but you're, you're, you're giving back is very, very, very strong. 
yeah that's the, super cool i think I, I really had no intention of talking about this anytime soon but part of the vision that we i don't think we've even talked about it but you know this is the know your why is you know a big part of uh you know my brand uh so yeah. far and that's the podcast name i also intend to someday there will be a know your why foundation a charitable foundation so that is definitely on the on the list of things to do uh you know once we get once we get down the road so yeah i mean i guess i just it feels good to help people i i, I don't yeah. know i don't like, like i said it's it it's it's not about like us being super wealthy or anything like that like certainly i would do anything to provide for my family but i don't i don't i mean i i don't i ha i drive like a pickup truck that's <laughs> five or six years old now like i love it i don't want luxury cars i don't yeah. you know you see people they like get super wealthy and they like see these cars they're driving and i'm like i don't i don't care i just want yeah, to be yeah, able to, yeah. i just want experiences I guess that's, I want experiences for, you know, even our, we, we, uh, at the holidays every year with our son, we have, we have this argument because I'm like, he doesn't not, my wife and I don't argue. We have to fight off the grandparents because I'm like, ah. he doesn't, he doesn't need more toys. He's got plenty of toys. We have a small house. Most of the time he wants the box. Like that's, what's exciting to him. I'm like, he doesn't need more toys. I'm like, he just has to have, uh, you know, a, enough to entertain him but really what he wants is to play with us so yeah it's it's anyway it's you know not like i said what wasn't uh i guess planning to to put the foundation out there but now it has to happen it's in the world so uh, yeah exactly so now you gotta do it right because no, no no turning back <laughs> before before that that podcast it was just a dream yeah. you know yeah. and now you have a dream that became a goal so now you need a plan yeah right? yeah yeah, well, it, it, and it, that's my mom, uh, you know, we didn't have money, but she also maybe this is where it comes from. She also, uh, my mom loves to volunteer. And so okay. I, when I had the idea for the uh, foundation, I immediately, I've already asked her, I was like, someday, you're going to be a part of this, you're going to, you're going to work in the foundation and, and do something. And so she's like, yeah, we love that, you know, <laughs> so yeah. I think it'll be, she, she likes to give back even she likes to give back her time. She, she doesn't, you know, it, it's, it's not always about money. So it's, it's, uh, something that I, that I look forward to someday being, being out there. Well, that, that's super cool. And, you know, sometimes we see to, to, to go back a little bit, you know, on, on social media, if I can compare it in social media, we always see that as something very selfish and it's a selfie culture, huh? but actually it's totally the opposite. It's the offering culture. You know, it's yeah, it adding can value be. to other yeah. culture. Yeah. So you're doing be. what you're doing in the same gesture of giving, giving, giving. And if you are in that in that mode of giving, you'll be you'll be successful on social media. Your podcast will become successful because you're you're giving, you know, not giving money necessarily, yeah. giving education, giving tips, yeah. giving tools. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh so you know the ingredients the ingredients are all there for uh, for success that's for sure for sure for sure for sure absolutely well let's uh i feel like <laughs> want to want to get back to you and and maybe um 
I did have sort of a series of questions I wanted to ask if, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess, you know, it's, it's the, the meaning behind the podcast, but Mark, what, it, what is your why? What is growth. your growth? Growth, growth, growth. Uh, my top three core value, I would say, is probably freedom comes first, growth comes second and family come third position i'm so sorry to say that it sounds very arch but if i don't have that sense that feeling of freedom i'm not happy yeah if if i'm not happy i'm not growing i don't help others to grow and if i don't do that i'm not a good presence for my family i need those two main ingredients to be you know a good family member yeah um growth really drives me what i really love to do is to 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 help people grow personally to grow their business no i don't really care about the business in which they're as long as it, it makes the world a better place of course right but um growth i do that for growth to make sure i'm growing i'm learning to make sure yeah. that you know the client is growing is learning and if because if you don't grow you die you die you stay in your comfort zone you stay comfortable you don't challenge yourself and you just go in a spiral of you know working netflix working netflix working yeah Yeah. maybe you'll stop by the grocery store the day that you have a lot of energy right you'll go at the grocery store instead of ordering pizza and uh so growth growth is my why absolutely yeah i love that i love that i I think you know and it's a really important point that we have to make sure that we take care of ourselves too through oh, the yeah. journey you, you know you, you can give back and give back but as you mentioned it's you know like for me i need exercise mm-hmm. or i am not a good person to be around like i just yeah. my my family and my wife know she we've been together long enough that she knows uh like i need to i need to get the exercise in or i i just mentally it's hard for me to then focus yeah. so yeah the the growth uh, in whatever it is, um, you know, I, I, this actually brings me to the, to the next question and I maybe have an idea of what the answer will be, but, um, <laughs> tell me something that you'd like the listeners to know about you, whether that's a hobby, just some, something, you know, do, doesn't even have to be business related, just something that you'd like to put oh, out there um, for people to know. So, so my main core value is, is freedom freedom because i'm a running addict i run about half marathon a day i run ultra trail uh ultra marathons i i i just run all the time and i live in in the paradise for that so you know uh running i'm just if you go see my instagram you'll see the link (laughs) in 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 the in the link below it's my social media are just full of of nature and running 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 why because also i believe that if everybody was stepping we're just putting their shoes on and stepping outside for a walk for a for a light light run just like one mile one half a mile of just running in nature the world would be a better place yeah you know that's how i reconnect myself with nature Mm -hmm. that's every day it's very important i live Obviously, I don't live in a city because I would that would drive me crazy. I, yeah. I live in a remote part of, of uh, Catalonia near Barcelona. 
and it's just the trail running paradise. It's just those beautiful mountains all over the place, always. It's not like in Montreal, there's no snow, so I can run right. all can, year all round. All year round, yeah. That's and fantastic. Running, 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 and simply running. That's that's yeah. That's uh, that's super important to me. And a little bit like you, you know, if I don't go out for a run, my wife will tell me, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, grumpy. Yeah. How about you, you might want to get your shoes on you and get out there? Yeah. Your shoes on. yeah, 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 absolutely, totally understand. I learned so much things about life in running, man. So much thing. When you when you run, you know, when when you go into the marathon and ultra marathon it's not a physical game it's a mind game oh, yeah. you learn how yeah, to for sure how to deal with your mind and you you know you learn how to deal with discomfort and to to push yourself the one thing that will trigger me that my wife tells me is okay i'm a running addict but also i'm very lazy so you know like <laughs> weirdly all the greatest athletes are the greatest lazy people and believe me i've worked yeah. with like high-end performers you know? <laughs> yeah. Believe me, yeah they are lazy they do the job but they are lazy and sometimes i'm like laying in bed after lunch and i'm like oh, i don't want to run as she she tells me but you don't need to and <laughs> I stand up, put my shoes on, I, and, I, and I go. That's <laughs> yes, the, the only the sight, the sentence of like, because she's telling me, oh, are you a lazy ass motherfucker? <laughs> you know, that's an option to be lazy, yeah. right? Right. Just, no, just no, go no, ahead, no. be lazy. And I go. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> totally understand. Um, how can people reach you? How can so we, we'll have it in the show my, notes, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, they can go on my website, stupid, simple, digital marketing.com. All my link will be there, you know, okay. so okay. Uh, perfect. Just go, go to the website. Um, and so my final question is what can I do to help you in terms of future goals? What, what can I, or anyone listening, can we do to, to make your life easier? um be kind with everybody that cross your path just do that just do that pay attention to your kindness everywhere you go you go to the cvs be kind you go at the gas station be kind you go you have a meeting with your lawyer with your ex-wife or whatever be kind mm -hmm. you're in the middle of a conflict be kind be kind yeah. be kind be kind because that's going to be the key to 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 uh, to make sure you're not entering into any sort of emotional war with yourself. Because, you know, when you get angry, actually, the only thing that makes you become angry is because you have mixed feeling and you don't know how to react. So yeah. your body just trigger like, OK, anger, that's 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 what we're choosing because we don't know how to feel. So that's how we get insulted. You know, when someone say, oh, that's an ugly shirt you have. Yeah. And you're like, uh, 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 your body is like, hey, okay, how are we supposed to feel right now? What, 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 you know, yeah. choose kindness, choose kindness. Don't just don't do it for me. Do it for everybody. Yeah, I love that. Love that. That's that's <laughs> that's a very generous uh, answer to that question, and I, I, I agree with you 100. Just just makes life so much easier to be for yourself and everyone around you. Just just be right. kind. It's so easy. It's so easy to be mad. It's yeah. so easy. It's yeah. so easy. It's so easy. We live in a world where you want a pair of shoes, you go on Amazon, boom, they'll show up the next day. You want a TV right. show, boom, it's there in, in five seconds. You and I, we knew the, 
the 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 tv program and we had to wait and blah 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 we know <laughs> right, that right but the, the younger generation they don't know that they want everything right away they want a date they go on tinder they, yeah. it's right away so it's so easy to to be impatient it's so yeah. easy to 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 want more and get your good well and on yeah. be kind you know and yeah. ask kindly in a compassionate way whatever you want to express you know because that to go a little deeper and then we close the podcast that will create an impact because people will be inspired by that yeah. and they will start to be kind you know what yeah. i mean yeah. the only way you can impact the world is by inspiring the world how do you inspire the world by starting with yourself what kind of change can you make inside yourself to you know to be kind and to make yeah. the world a better place on a smaller scale on a daily on a you know whoever you're whoever you're working with kindness 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 i love it yeah that's fantastic i, I that's actually probably about the most perfect way we can <laughs> wrap this up <laughs> i think that's that's phenomenal but uh i mean again it's been a great conversation. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me and, and uh, giving up your time. So thank you very much. Um, thank you for having talk, me, Mark. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Take care.